0: Ticket Water Cooler, brought to you by Culligan & Lincoln, on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.
1: We're Still Fly here in studio. Still Fly from 2002. like to get the 2002 vibes. Going here as we look nice. at uh, history lessons with Bach back to the year 2002. We've gone all the way from 1993 now to 2002, and this is where
0: it takes a turn. I must say, though, I did a petition for Soak Up the Sun, Cheryl Crow. That's true, yeah. I'll I will say the that. I, I like to still fly, but I wanted Soak Up the
1: Sun. Soak Up the Sun's a great song, especially for like when you're going swimming. If they play that over the speakers, you're like, oh, "Oh, I'm swimming. Ready to go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Let me get in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, But still fly reminds me of 2002 more than anything. So we'll just keep the the 2002 vibes going on behind us. Yes, absolutely. Great, great time to be alive. Uh, Great time for uh, college football. Although Nebraska, again, season took a turn for the worse in 2002. Uh, Coming in, preseason top 10. Of course, they just went to the championship game against Miami. Probably didn't deserve to go, but really nobody did. That's why they were allowed to go. Didn't uh, live up to the hype, but uh, Eric Crouch moving on. Jamal Lord taking over for that I formation option that Nebraska had, and things. Started off well. It beat Arizona State forty-eight to ten. Shellacked them. Beat Troy State a little closer of a game. Maybe you saw something coming there with a one to sixteen victory. Uh, then beat uh, Utah State forty-four to thirteen. Penn State was kind of down at the time, uh, and Nebraska went to Beaver Stadium to play them. Got shellacked by Larry Johnson. Get at that attendance
0: the though, Bob. one hundred and ten thousand. Oh
1: yeah, Penn State. Penn State fans love that game. They'll still kind of oh, remember really? fondly. Oh really? Yeah, because yeah. Nebraska. I mean, that was kind of the turn for when, like, Penn State, Larry Johnson started taking a Michael Robinson, I believe, was a quarterback, um, really started to, to, like, be pretty good that year. They had a really good year that year, and Nebraska did not. But at the time, Nebraska was ranked uh, eighth going into that game. Uh, so they'd follow that up with the upstart Iowa State game. They'd lose at Jack Trice Stadium there, um, 36-14, to and this was uh, the, panic bo- the panic button, obviously, two blowouts get you going there. After those losses, this was the first week Nebraska didn't play McNeese State for what it's worth, Um, but uh, in any case, this would be the first week Nebraska was not featured in the AP poll uh, since October 10th of 1981 my god from 2000 are you serious So it was uh yeah it was uh, it was like a culture change in Nebraska. 348 consecutive weeks in the rankings was the longest in college football history still to this day um i think i don't know i'm not sure on that i'd have to look that up but uh probably that's insane Um, and that's why when we say we have the most loyal fans like it's true but there's a reason for that. It's right. because they were pretty darn good most of you know these guys' lives, mm. guys and gals out there. Um, so you know that that kind of plays into it. Nebraska did bounce back against McNeese State, uh, then beat uh, Missouri, who was actually not too bad that year, I believe, twenty-four to thirteen. Um, uh, but uh, would not uh, have a great year. They'd end up playing Oklahoma State, losing by three to them. Uh, at Texas a I always remember that game. Nebraska came out the winner. I don't know why, but, like, TBS for a short time <laughs> had games. It was like two years. Maybe this year was the only year. I love a TBS broadcast call. I'm not nice. sure why. I'll always remember that one, but that was a really close game. And, like, uh, uh, Lord Jamal Lord would actually put up a lot of numbers Um, Wasn't a great passer, not a lot of option quarterbacks were, Um, but he he was putting up some pretty good numbers. They almost beat number seven Texas uh, in Lincoln. They ended up losing twenty seven to twenty four, and that was. Probably, honestly, the highlight of their season is getting close to Texas, unfortunately. That'd become a theme as well. They beat Kansas, but then they ultimately uh, dropped their final two games to number 11, Kansas State, number 13, Colorado. Those were the top teams of the Big 12 North that year. Uh, So Nebraska had a chance to still have a winning season after all of it. Um, But they went on to take on Eli Manning. In uh nice. in the Independence Bowl there with Ole Miss, Ole Miss gets to win twenty seven twenty three. a good bowl game it
0: looks like though. Yeah, it was a, it was an
1: entertaining bowl game for what it's worth. Um, I forgot to mention too, Nebraska switched their jerseys this year. It was absolutely ugly. They had like a red jersey with a red stripe on on, on white, like a. It's not just a stripe, like a pretty thick stripe down their white pants. It looked pretty good on the road, I thought. Most people, because of the losses, do not like the 2002 jerseys, and they they killed them after one year. They said, "Yeah, if we so lose you're that, done with this, yeah, these yeah, jerseys don't work." Right. But they should wear that, those uh, weight uniforms as a throwback one year. Um, in any case, with their loss to Ole Miss in the Independence Bowl, the Huskers' streak of 40 straight winning seasons came to an end. So 40, yeah. So I'm telling you, like 2001. Shoot. I told you at the beginning of the end was that Colorado game. Like culture shock was everywhere in 2002 Um, because with all these losses, like this year, I think it was Iowa state. um, It'd be a different team every year, a few teams in that year. Like when you beat them, when they beat you, it was like the first time they'd beat you in like 36 years. It was just like absolute craziness. Uh, And Nebraska fans just didn't know what to do uh, with themselves. So um, makes for an interesting 2003. The pressure was put on. They made a lot of coaching changes uh, that we'll allude to going into tomorrow. Um, to try to fix this. To switch the jerseys and everything. Uh, give Frank Solidge one last shot. But uh, uh, in the Big 12, teams were taking over. Oklahoma and Texas and Kansas State all finished in the top 10 that year. Uh, Colorado at number 20. Uh, for what it's worth on the year, uh, it was a pretty fun year. Ultimately, one of the best championship games of all time. Um, I think this was the Maurice Claret year where he kind of uh, as a freshman, Maurice Claret jump-started that team, and they probably didn't deserve to win. Miami, who had won the previous year, uh, went to the championship game. Controversial call late, uh, allowed Ohio State to get another chance, and they ended up not looking. So not uh, looking back, I should say. So uh, Ohio State ended up winning the championship that who year. would have been on that team? Oh, <laughs> Maurice Clarett's the one that I can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I think like Craig Kimball was their quarterback. Um, they had a, they had a pretty good roster. I'd have to look it up uh, in in specific to, to look at it, but it was it kind of cool. Like Tyrone Williams uh, won ten games for his first year at Notre Dame. You thought that like Notre Dame was back with Tyrone Williams that didn't <laughs> that didn't last for very, very long. Carson Palmer won the Heisman Trophy nice. uh, over number two. Iowa quarterback Brad Banks, who had oh, them in the top. That's is like, your boy. It was like Buck. Kirk ferentz uh, first like breakout year. Um, Larry Johnson, Willis McGehee, and Ken Dorsey also finished in the top Willis five. Willis McGehee. Yeah. That would have been because Clinton Portis would have graduated, what, the year before? I believe so. Yeah, Miami. Because they had thing. a
0: few running backs that were They had Clinton Portis, Willis McGehee, and there was someone else Najee Davenport was there, but there was Frank the Gore. Team. Yeah. Frank Gore, yeah. that's right. Oof, that's a man. lot. Those, that's when those Miami teams were pretty good. And the, the craziest thing about
1: football back then, it started to change in 2002, the, pen, the penalty for violating the so-called halo rule um, you know, for the punt returners and not smacking them two yards. The two-yard restricted area around the punt returner, kick returner. They increased the penalty for that to 10 yards. It was five yards. So you were pretty much not really even thinking about it when you were going to light up a punt returner, and they got lit up oh back in the God. day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Because you'd only lose five yards. Like, yeah, so I might as well. Not that big of a try deal. Trying to get them to fumble yeah. or something, yeah. It was crazy. Guys would get absolutely lit up um but uh good thing they they <laughs> they made that probably change. for the best to make that i think change. it's up to 15 i better be up to 15 by now cuz you cannot have guys getting lit up on that that's like the most dangerous play
0: um all of special teams take look i played yeah. special teams in high school and it was a free for all i can't even imagine on the college level oh, oh my know. god Special teams, anything goes. <laughs> in
1: fact, high school was, would be kind of – that's even scarier. Now not that you mentioned that because I didn't play high school ball, but high school special teams, that sounds very that's scary. That's what I did. Know, it was terrible
0: because I was on kick return, and basically guys don't even go for the ball. Like when you're on kick return and kickoff, it's basically just hit the guy in front of you as hard as you can. I mean, it's high school football. Everyone's yeah. just trying to hit people. So, no, it was it was a free-for-all. No one was going after the ball. I mean – I reached by, I was on kickoff It's like, oh, there's a guy in front of you <laughs> <laughs> Blindside him Because <laughs> yeah. no one's calling penalties either It's high school football Yeah No, it was insane And I'm assuming in the college level was probably pretty crazy too
1: Uh, Gus please, Buck Let's bring up the Texas game Where Lord threw the late end zone pick When we only needed a goal." Yeah, Nebraska went for the win With a quarterback that doesn't throw out too well But
0: I mean, the, the thing is, though Were you expected to beat Texas? No so, Might so, as well I mean, take the yeah, shot yeah, They did
1: Um Ultimately, like I said, ultimately 7-7, and not the year that any Nebraska fan wanted. Um, but like they turned it
0: around, kind of. <laughs> not enough in the administration's <laughs> eyes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we'll have I'm, I'm excited. I'm liking these history lists. Oh, yeah. So I'll we're time, about 10 right? years in. We've done decades. Yeah, yeah.
1: We're, it, it doesn't get any more fun from here, but at least going down memory lane is always fun. So it can't be too bad. Uh, but that'll wrap it up for the Ticket Water Cooler today. Again, we'll get back to 2003 uh, tomorrow. Of course, uh, depending on what happens tonight. create our content. I can't tease tomorrow's show. I don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) We do have Brian Munson uh, uh, usually of Husker Online, so hopefully we'll catch up with him. Uh, But uh, on the block, coming up next here with uh, Eric Strickland and myself. Uh, Join us. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.